Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Hello, everybody. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. What's everybody talking about right now? You know, you can't go into a restaurant. You can't talk to a friend. You can't talk to a, an associate. You can't go to work without everybody talking about mortgages. I mean, you know, it's such an important conversation right now. We know that the mortgages have inched up a little bit. It still is a great time to buy a home. There's so much action going on right now in the home buying market. And, you know, it's hard to unpack sometimes what's happening because you hear different sort of perspectives, you hear different viewpoints. So we wanted to cut through it all. So we brought in one of the nation's leading mortgage experts on the show. His name is Andrew Russell. Of course, he's the owner and founder of RCG Mortgage. Their company is one of the leaders. I mean, they get named in all the mortgage publications as being just a top-notch firm. So, Andrew, welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. Jake, thanks for having us back. You're the man. It's great to have you. I had you on the show last year, but now everybody seems to be talking about mortgages. I was on the phone uh, with somebody back in the Midwest, and all of a sudden, we start talking about mortgages. So everybody's talking about. It. So that's why I brought you back on the show. Of course, we have this idea. We have this saying now with you know getting to know RCG a little bit that you know brokers do it better, but RCG does it the best, and I love that so much. Before we get started, let's though pull the lens back to thirty thousand feet. Tell us about RCG, and then we're going to get into the mortgage business. Yeah, RCG Mortgage. So we opened in 2017. It was me and two people. Fast forward, here we are deep into uh, 2022. We're a company of well over 40. We've definitely cemented ourselves in the downstate New York area as the mortgage go-to. And we're at this point, we've, we've really solidified and gone deep with multiple realtor company relationships as they prefer. They, cluster, uh, they trust us with their clients through and through. And, and that's kind of been the backbone, right? My psychology backbone is how I build my company. You know, not a company based towards the business side of mortgage, more like the psychology of walking a client from the infancy stage of like wanting to buy a house, so all the anxiety and, you know, we do a great job empathizing, walking them through the process and really being there for them as their advocate. Yeah, I love it so much. Of course, you have the world famous whiteboard behind you. We talked about that at our, on our last interview. But let's talk about it because I look at what you've done and, you know, we, we've read all the testimonials. It really looked like you've sort of cracked the code. And I love to say it because there's this certain sort of process that not all companies are able to accomplish, especially in the mortgage banking business. But you've been able to really crack the code of what your clients want and give them what they want in the right time, at the right place, with the right rate. So let's talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look. 
growing up in the business world, you know, in one way or another, it's like you can't be the fastest, the cheapest, and the best, right? I feel like 2022, we're, we're going towards quarter three. We at RCG, we have cracked that code. How do we do it? Uh, multiple things. I mean, look, you have to be the best, right? So um, the fastest, the best, and the cheapest. So to be the best, right? You have to know what you're doing. So our team, we work with tens of thousands of clients. We've seen everything. And literally in this business, we've seen everything. Clients bringing actual cash money to the closing, cryptocurrency, that's the new rage, right? Every little, you know, all these little nuances keep coming about day by day by day, week by week. And we are the masters, the specialists at being the best on the mortgage side. We're not like a master, you know, type like we're not a jack of all trades, master of none. We specialize in mortgage. That's all we do. And our team is highly skilled. So like we are the select ninja group to be the best on the mortgage side. But of course, does that come Jake with a price? No, because we're actually the cheapest. So we're wholesale. What does that mean? It's the same thing. You, you want nice shoes or a nice belt or a nice watch. Sometimes you go to the outlets, right? Especially down in New York, we have some outlets where you can go there and get the same good for cheaper, you know, but that's always the thing. Like the word cheap is not a good word, but in business, it's like, you know, what are you missing? We're, it's the same net product, right? They're getting a mortgage. It's going to the same end place, but the cost to get it between rate and fees using our services is always less than the competition, you know, and then the fastest, right? So we have as broker company, uh, we have our finger on the pulse of which lender for each client's specific, you know, demographic or niche, or are they self-employed? Are they teachers? Are they putting 20% down, 50% down, three and a half percent down? You know, we as brokers, what makes us the best, we have a finger on the pulse of which lender is the fastest. So then when you work with us, with RCG, we'll be the fastest, we'll be the cheapest, and without a doubt, we're the best. We've cracked the code. Yeah, I love it, Andrew. Of course, you know, many years ago, it was impossible to crack the code because if you wanted to be the best, you couldn't be the cheapest. If you Absolutely. wanted to be the fastest, you couldn't be the cheapest. If you wanted to be the cheapest, you couldn't be the best. I mean, but of course, Amazon changed all that in the technology business because they're fast. I mean, you can order something right online and have it to your doorstep in you less than Christmas an hour. Gifts to you in like five minutes. Yeah, isn't that great? And they, they're, of course, the cheapest because you compare it out. They're always the cheapest and they're the best because they get it there and they give a great guarantee. Well, now with technology and training and the commitment and the specialization that you do at RCG, you've cracked the code. You actually can be the fastest, cheapest and the best. And the one thing about your company that's remarkable that I love so much is, man, you train up your brokers. I mean, when your team is the best in the business, they give that superior customer service. Let's talk about that. How important is it for your, your team to be the best they possibly can be? It's everything, right? So if you think about it, the, the, you know, our bread and butter is realtor referral. So imagine you're a realtor, right? You're not doing all that many transactions a year, typically four, six, eight. So each one is so important, both on your service level and, and what you're doing as, you know, being a realtor with your clients and also putting food on your table. If that transaction goes sideways, that's very bad for you. You might not be able to uh, provide for your children or, you know, various things. So to me, it's like the care, creating abundant referable experiences. That's what we deploy your care, creating abundant referable experiences. The five-star, the raving fan, that's everything. What we do is we actually, from day one, 
right? From, from receiving a client, a referral opportunity from a realtor, as an example, a CPA, a financial planner, we ensure throughout the whole process that we're asking them, how are we performing? How are we performing? Because we are that confident. We want to make sure that they're getting our five-star experience. And we understand that when a realtor refers someone to us, right, that is a very important um, you know, piece in their business. So we want to take great care of it, offer great service. We want to feel like we're a complement to them. So we help them catapult their business because if they refer a great mortgage guy and we knock it out of the park, they will get more referrals for them. So that's a very big backbone of our culture. I love it so much, Andrew. Of course, now we talk about realtors, okay? So we know that a certain small percentage of the deals are done with cash, but most of them have mortgages. So when you think about it, that realtor, I mean, they're sort of the cog in the machine. If they refer a client to a mortgage company, that mortgage company has to perform because that client has come referred from the realtor. The realtor is depending on the mortgage company and you have to be the best, the cheapest and the fastest so that that realtor looks good in the mind and eye of their client. And one thing that you do so well at RCG is not only do you keep your clients, the actual mortgage applicants, abreast of everything that's happening along the way, but it's equally important for you to keep the realtors abreast of what's happening in the transaction. So let's talk about that. That's great. Yeah. I mean, communication is everything, right? So like we do this for a living. We work with, you know, many, many, many people a month, but this is the client as an example, right? This is their first house of maybe in the next five years, they're not going to buy a house. They don't know anything different. They don't know we're the best. They don't know we're not the best. You know, so like what we offer, we try to, like I said, my psychology background, if I was a client or if I like to your point, if I was a realtor, uh, what would I look for to feel great throughout the process? It's really communication. And that's that's what separates us from the next person. It's there are steps in the process, right? Um, speaking to a client, sending them whatever we need for a pre-approval pre-approving them, right-sizing that pre-approval, doing a great consultation with them. Then they go and see houses, right? They make an offer. It's accepted. They go into contract. You know, we've kind of narrowed down all these, we call them milestones, these little um, touch points where we over-communicate, we over-service. So everybody's in the loop because, I mean, silence in our business, Jake, silence is deafening, right? Meaning like we could be killing it for a client, but if they don't hear from us in contract, in the process for say seven days, it's like, oh my God, I haven't heard from Andrew, I haven't heard from the mortgage company, something going around. And then that's when you know, the anxiety kicks in. So we do a phenomenal job staying top of mind, communicating. So throughout the whole process, we, these people really feel like we're their family and we're there next to them as their advocate, but the whole time that they're in the loop and they're never not. Yeah. And we know based on the research that there's a few moments in life that are the most stressful moments. One of those moments, one of those top five most stressful components of a person's life is buying a home. Let's talk about it a little bit, Andrew, because you know, you've become known as sort of the go-to company. When we think about these rates, I mean, I remember a day when the rates were 10, 12, you know, even upward of the high teens, you know. So comparatively speaking, the rates are still very, very low right now. But in the last year, everybody's talking about them inching up a little bit. And it's needed, you know, to fight inflation. And it's probably time that the rates have come up to sort of normalize things. Let's talk about it. in your area, what's the average increase in payment and what's going on with the rates? Yeah, I mean, I just turned 40 last November. So now I feel like the old guy back when I was a kid, the rates were so-and-so, right? I'm that guy now. I'm my dad, which is weird. 
But moving past that, yeah, I mean, listen, I started in the business, um, you know, I started with psychology, I was a guidance counselor, I eventually pivoted into the mortgage business, which is crazy. Um, but I started like at the crash. In my career, I did one subprime loan. And the, the rates at that point were like in the sixes, fives, you know, so this environment, I'm, I'm not used to all that high, but there were times that rates were substantially higher. You know, there was a point last year that the rates on different programs hit the first number was one, the actual interest, 1.99, you know, whatever it was. So, but unfortunately, to your point, you know, last November, our pre-approved book of business, you know, our, pre, our clients, the pre-approved and lookings from November to like April, May, and now soon to be June, the difference from the rate, right, just by the rates going up and everything that happened, their monthly payment is $500 more a month. On average, 6000 a year, 180000 more in payments just because of market, straight up because of market, 500 more a month. That really stinks. You know, typically that equates to about $100,000 in loan. So a lot of people lost about $100,000 in purchasing power or in payment comfortability just because of that, you know, couple months and all the volatility. Yeah, it's so interesting. But again, anytime's a great time to buy a house, you know, especially if you're going to be in that home long term and make it a home and make it a wonderful place for you and your family to, you know, create something beautiful for not only you and your family, but society at large and, and the community at large. So it's fantastic. Now, let's get into it a little bit, because one thing that's very interesting about what you do at the company is you think about your clients in terms of maybe what they should do for a pre-qualification. So let's talk about that for these home buyers that are going out and they're trying to buy a home, especially in a competitive seller's market, how important is them? Is it for them to sort of understand where they're at and be pre-approved for something that might make sense for the realtors in terms of an offer? Yeah, I mean, right now, pre-approvals are everything, right? The pre-approval consultation, unfortunately, it's not a one-size-fit-all. If you work with four different mortgage companies, you might get four different opinions, you know, consultations, you know, et cetera. So the pre-approval is very important. Realtors will not show houses typically without uh, seeing that a client gets pre-approved, especially from a local specialist, you know, for various reasons. I don't think the New York market from a listing agent perspective is ready to accept offers from people going on a phone app and getting a mortgage pre-approval, right? They really want the local experts to, to, to be the ones that are, you know, at least on the pre-approval to have a conversation, to understand the different neighborhoods and the different marketplaces in this area. But a pre-approval is everything. We've kind of heightened that uh, we offer, it's called a TBD commitment. So really all that means is we take a pre-approval, which is done by a loan officer. We have an underwriter at the lender that it, so at that point, you know, many people consider it as good as a cash offer besides an appraisal and title. So we're really, we're doing a lot upfront to ensure we offer great service and nothing could ever, uh, ever go wrong downstream. That's super important. Yeah, I love that so much. And in your particular area, I mean, when a buyer walks in with a pre-approval from RCG Mortgage, you know, you've already sort of sent it to the underwriter and really give them what I would call a firm pre-approval. I mean, that's a lock. I mean, that's gold. So I would imagine that when so a buyer walks in with an RCG Mortgage pre-approval versus some out-of-state lender, and let's say the offers are the same for the purchase, I mean, the realtor is going to be much more interested in taking that offer with the pre-approval from RCG, right? I mean, it's a competitive market. Any little thing gets the job done, you know, but the truth is, yes, you know, recently we had a realtor listing agent reach out to one of our teams. And uh, one, one of our big teams, shout out to, to Pete and Evan, the mortgage guys at RCG. And they're like, guys, 
This is the fourth pre-approval offer I've received with you guys doing the pre-approval. Literally one house, four offers. We didn't know, four different clients. We pre-approved every single one of them, right? So yes, but besides, you know, not, not necessarily we have a stranglehold on the marketplace, but like the integrity, because again, you're a listing agent. You tell the seller, oh, I know them. We're going to take the house off the market. We're going to contract. You don't want to waste two months in this market. Eventually the market will turn and it'll become more of a buyer's market and values won't keep going up how they've been going. So the longer your house is off the market without an accepted offer right now, uh, it might be that your values are slowly coming down. So reputation is everything. Execution on what we promise, your word right now is everything. But yes, to your point, um, when typically, when we, we typically know the listing agents in different companies, we know somebody who knows them, um, our reputation as seller does help get an accepted offer without a doubt. Yeah, that's so great. Of course, I would imagine one of the realtors said to you one time, you know, Andrew, you know, brokers do it better, but RCG does it best. And then, you know, maybe that's how it became the moniker. Let's talk about it a little bit because, you know, a few years ago, mortgages were sort of locked into a box. There wasn't a lot of flexibility. The underwriting guidelines were a little tighter, you know, after what happened back, you know, in 2007, 2008. But now there are some more interesting programs available for self-employed people and things like that. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So brokers, we're all the rage. Why? Because we're not stuck at one bank who's good at maybe a portion of mortgage products. We can choose what bank we work with. Typically takes one to three business days to get signed on with a new bank for us to like leverage their product. And not all banks are great at everything. Some people... They're great at jumbos. What's a jumbo? Say a loan over a million dollars. Some people, you know, meaning lenders, some lenders are great at low credit score FHA. For whatever reason, they gobble it up. Maybe it's more profitable to them, you know, all that stuff. So we also have access to all these cool new products. You know, I call it the bougie non-QM. You always try to, Jake, throw in the word bougie when you can. Um, but the bougie non-QM, basically, it's like the new age of subprime, I call it. All it means is if you're self-employed, we can get you a mortgage without having to review your tax returns. You know, there's PL programs, business bank statement review. We look off deposits, not your tax returns on investment purchases. It's on market rent. So the point is, it's great to be a broker in 2022 moving forward because what happens is the mortgage business constricts. No one wants to go out of business. So they introduce more product and more product and more product because they want to drive revenue, drive revenue. So us as brokers and, you know, a crazy OCD owner is myself. We keep our finger on the pulse of like what new lenders are there, what new products are there. And I make sure I jump to get signed on with them first. So our clients get the wide array of product. Yeah, I love it so much. And of course, one thing that your company and your team of experts has become known for is the consulting aspect of what you do, because some clients might not need or fit into a straight 30-year fixed rate mortgage. Maybe they need some type of interest-only product. Maybe they need a 15 or a 20 or some hybrid. And you really ask all the right questions to your potential clients to make sure you can fit them into the right program that's going to meet their needs for their life and their family. So let's talk about how important that is to your team. Yeah, I mean, listen, the benefit of the broker is we don't make money now on the type of loan product that we offer. So back in the day, you know, apparently all these brokers, you've seen them in the movies, right? In the big short in some of these movies, um, you know, they, depending on the product they offered, they actually made more money. So for us, we're actually, um, we're regulated with how much we make. So our job now is become consultative. So yes, 
not every, it's not like a one size fit all for a client. You know, we, it starts with our consultation. We don't just send them an app, fill it out. Good luck. We'll see you when you, when you send us back all this stuff and we'll talk then, you know, we, we hold their hand, we walk them through the process. We ask them the human questions. They're not a file. They're not alone to value. They're not a DTI. They're actual humans. So we, we kind of talk through that all. And as we talk through the process, it's like, yes, it's more consultative versus business. We make sure, like to me, my favorite question was always like, look, Jake, there's two types of purchasers. And I always tell this to clients and they always laugh. It's like the hokey joke, but they always laugh. One, I'm payment driven. Hey, Andrew, I can't pay over $3,500 a month because if we do, I can't go on date night with my husband. That's the first person. Or the second person is, hey, Andrew, I want to the dollar I qualified for. And by God, if my husband has to work three jobs, he will, right? So again, that kind of drives the consultation process. You know, our, our pre-approval consult, our, our consult, it starts the call with like, let's gear the conversation one of two ways. But typically most people right now are client A. They want to, they're payment driven. We reverse engineer payment sales price. And then from there to your point, what's the best mortgage product to fit your goal? Most people are either payment driven or most people are like, I want the biggest house I can get. Let's get it done. Yeah, I love it. It makes all the sense in the world. And what you do, and I know you've only cut out a certain amount of time today. I know you're so busy helping so many realtors and so many clients with their mortgage transactions and purchase transactions and refi transactions as well. When I lived in New York, there was always a red rope outside the, you know, the club or the restaurant that you wanted to get in. And what I think about, you know, RCG, I think about this red carpet service or this red rope service where you bring the people in, they're a VIP, you know, you give them the fastest, the cheapest, and the best opportunity. And uh, that's why you get so many referrals. And I love it so much. And of course, you've cracked the code, like we said. Before I let you go, let's talk a little bit about entrepreneurship and give back to the entrepreneurial community. You know, for the entrepreneurs watching the show, maybe there's some mortgage brokers throughout the country watching the show as well. What do you do when you hit a tough time? What do you do when you hit a pothole in the road? How important is honesty and integrity to the complete picture as an entrepreneur? I mean, look, failure, and we talked about this last time, failure comes with business, but how do you define failure? Like things happen, we don't bat a thousand and that's perfectly fine. You know, especially with the mortgage process, mortgage companies, January, most likely February and March, we did not do good. Like mortgage companies for the last three years, you could hyper spend mode, right? Like I'll spend what we make this month. We'll, it's hyper growth. We'll keep growing. We'll keep adding, you know, realtor partner opportunities, you know, by doing events and we'll do all this cool stuff. Well, guess what happened when the rates got higher, people's refi pipeline died. Like it's, technically in business, it's called like your, your soon to be accounts receivables. They all disappeared. So a lot of us didn't do all that good, right? But that's okay. We're, we're prepared for that. You know, we save for a rainy day. Um, but for anyone from an entrepreneurial spirit, things happen. It's just like you have to be always, especially in this market with fears of a great recession, um, be on your toes to pivot. For me, I'm a great pivoter, meaning I have foresight. I know, and I think in chess, not checkers, I know if this happens, I'm prepared for that. It's, it's almost like escape route planning. In business, I think like your disaster recovery plan um, or just like your escape route plan just in general you can't be so hyper-focused on one type of business model because if something happens and a little bit of a tweak happens, you can't be out of business, right? So like as an example, some mortgage originators, they buy internet leads. Well, what happens if that company goes out of business? Are you out of business? You know, so like for us, I felt like, especially with my teaching background, my counseling background, if we work with realtors, 
and service them and have a great reputation, which we've spent years with sweat equity building. People, even during a pandemic, literally like the Spanish flu just hit, right? So they still bought houses. So I felt like it's almost like a mortgage company doing purchase business has like tenure, what a teacher gets and they have a job pretty much forever. Um, I felt like it just made sense for us because we'll have a longevity play. So entrepreneurs, as much as you can make money today, I always feel like planning for the future, a business plan that is airtight through whatever happens, whatever moguls we have to weave through, that's super important. And I learned that, you know, as a, a successful business person recently, especially as well, really drove it home. Always be prepared for something because if you're not, you know, you could be in a bad way. Great advice for the people watching the show. Rewind what Andrew just said. I mean, he gave you sort of a mini Harvard MBA right there, and he's got the whiteboard behind him to prove it. What a great interview. I mean, this is very interesting. We're going to bring you back on as things change and develop in the mortgage business. You're our go-to mortgage guy. Of course, you've cracked the code at RCG. You know, brokers do it better, but everybody knows, especially, you know, in downstate New York, that RCG does it best. And uh, that's the way to go, Andrew. Congratulations for building a great team. I hope the whiteboard fills up for the next time that we speak with you on the dot-com magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, thank you so much for coming on for the update. Thank you.